Praise God. Um, good evening, everybody. Um, once again, I am going to continue on our series, on our faith series. And um, before we continue, let us pray. Father, Lord, we thank you. We worship your everlasting Father for your good. We thank you, Lord, for your love. We thank you for the commission of faith. We thank you, Lord, for saving us. We thank you, Lord, that this evening again, every man will be blessed. Every man will be um lifted every man will be strengthened every man will be encouraged thank you lord jesus for in jesus name we have prayed amen amen okay yes so um i am going to be talking continue from where i stopped last week and this week i'll be treating continual fit continual fit um don't forget that last week i established that faith is rooted is to be rooted in the word of god we read romans chapter 10 verse 17 which says that and faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of god that the faith can only be rooted can only be founded it can only be premised on the word of god um, I have probably one more text to show you on that, and that is in Acts chapter 20, from verse 20 to 21. If you can get there with me quickly, Acts chapter 20, from verse 20 to 21. It says that, And how I kept back nothing that was proved profitable unto you, but I have showed you and I have taught you publicly, and from house to house. Apostle Paul is talking here in verse 21. He says, Testifying both to the Jews and also to the Greeks, repentance towards God and faith towards our Lord Jesus Christ. That means you can only have faith through Jesus Christ. You can only premise faith on Jesus, who is the Word of God that has been with God from the beginning, that is God himself. The only ground that can sustain faith is the Word of God, who is our Lord Jesus Christ. Faith can only be founded on our Lord Jesus Christ. That is why a Muslim cannot have faith. Because faith is always towards our Lord Jesus Christ. If you don't have faith in our Lord Jesus Christ, you don't have faith at all. Amen? Okay, so um, that is just to wrap up, wrap up um, what we talked about last week. That faith is only premised on the Word of God. And um, this week, quickly... I will be talking on continual faith, like I said earlier, continual faith. And my text is from Romans chapter 1, start from verse 16 to 17. It's a very familiar verse in the Bible, um, one of the most powerful verses in the Bible. Because as a matter of fact, left to me, this is like the center, this is like the whole essence of the whole Bible. And it says in verse 16 that, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believe, to the Jews first and also to the Greek. I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. The gospel of Christ, as you and I know, is the only provision of God for salvation. That means if there is anything at all, if there's any development in the spirit, in the spiritual realm, that God has provided that men should be saved. There is none other than the gospel of Christ. 
you cannot find the message of salvation in any other person's accounts save the account of our Lord Jesus Christ. Um, that is not our focus today. Um, our focus is in verse 17. It says, For therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith. That means, if you are going to tap into the revelation of the righteousness of God, you will not just be tapping into it from faith angle. You will be tapping into that revelation from what I tag the continual faith angle. These verses making us understand and realize that you only tap into it from faith to faith. That means you can't have faith yesterday and throw away faith today and still be um, uh, and still expect the revelation of God to be revealed unto you today. If you must tap into the revelation of revelation of the righteousness of God today, you have to have faith today. You cannot have faith that Jesus Christ is your Lord and Savior yesterday and throw away that faith today and still rejoice in the joy of your salvation. It is impossible. That is why the Bible says in Hebrews chapter um, 11 verse 6 that he that must come to God must believe that he is. That means you must first believe that Jesus Christ is, that God is, that there is God in the first place. And secondly, you will now believe that he rewards they that diligently seek him. That means there is a level to this believing. Number one, you believe that there is God. Number two, you believe that he will reward you if you seek him diligently. Don't forget this evening, I'm teaching on continual faith. Continual faith. You have to keep on on this faith lane. You have to keep on on this faith lane. Faith lane is not something you did yesterday that you can stop doing today. Remember Peter? Peter jumped on that, um, on that water with faith. He started walking on the water with faith, but at a point he got distracted and started sinking. Because faith is the only thing that can sustain you on the waters of this world. Faith, it has to be continual. It has to be continual. Don't forget that the Bible says in Habakkuk chapter 2 verse 4 that the just shall live by faith. The Bible never said that the just were made by faith. You know, if that's... If that is what the Bible said, we would say, okay, yeah, so that means once you had faith yesterday, maybe that has made you just today and forevermore. No. The Bible says that the just lives by faith. That means the just had faith yesterday, the just will have faith today, the just will have faith tomorrow and forevermore. Faith is continual. Acts chapter 14, verse 22. Acts chapter 14 and verse 22. Um, go there quickly with me. Verse 22 says that um, this is still up the spot talking here. He said, um, confirming the souls of the disciples and exhorting them to continue in their faith, and that we must through much tribulation enter into the kingdom of God. This is Apostle Paul going to the cities where he had preached before. Apostle Paul had gone to these cities before and he is going back there to remind them of the importance of continuing in faith. You know, some people have started preaching certain doctrines nowadays, doctrines such as, um, once you had faith yesterday, you are saved forevermore. I'm sure that I'm not speaking to a congregation that doesn't understand by now that that is false. Absolutely. Because if that were true, 
Apostle Paul will not go back to these cities. As a matter of fact, Apostle Paul was just beaten till point of death in these same cities that he's going back to, to inform them again and exhort them again to continue in faith. To inform them that it is very much important to continue in the faith that they had before. Don't forget in Hebrews, Hebrews chapter 3 verse 5 and 6, the Bible says that Christ is a son over his house. He said, we are house of Christ. But in order to continue being the house of Christ, we have to hold fast the confidence and rejoicing of the hope firm till the end. That means if you drop the confidence and rejoicing of the hope um, and if you don't hold it firmly to the end, we have lost that title as the house of Christ. In verse 14, he said, we are made partakers of Christ if we hold the beginning of our confidence till the end. We have to hold the beginning of our confidence till the end. You can't have faith yesterday and stop having faith today. You can't have faith that God will provide in your finances and not have faith for your health. You cannot have faith that God, Jesus Christ came 2,000 years ago and died for your sin and he has forgiven you all your sins and not have faith today that your sins are forgiven. You cannot have faith that Jesus Christ came 2,000 years ago to, um, to heal your sicknesses by his stripes and not have faith that he is still in the business of healing today. Faith is continual. Faith is continual. Today I'm going to touch two examples. Two examples. I'll touch one bad example, then I'll touch a good example. Good examples. Um, one example I want us to touch today, the bad one, just run. That's in Deuteronomy chapter 32, start from verse 15. Deuteronomy chapter 32 and from verse 15 says, but Jeshurun waxed fat and kicked. Thou art waxing fat. Thou art grown thick. Thou art covered with fatness. Then he forsook God which made him and lightly esteemed the rock of his salvation. Jeshurun. Jeshurun became a rich man. He became a fat man. He became a comfortable man. And he forsook God. One thing you have to note here is that at a point, Jeshurun was saved. Jeshurun at a point as what is called the rock of his salvation. At a point, Jeshurun has been saved through the rock. If you if you go to verse 4 of that same Deuteronomy chapter 32, it says that he is the rock, his work is perfect. For all his ways are judgment, a God of truth, and without iniquity, just and right is be. That means Jeshurun as a point has believed in the rock who is God. He has believed in the rock of his salvation. But when Jeshurun entered comfort, Jeshurun forgot God, Jeshurun forsook God. And look at the verdict in verse 20. The Lord says that, and he said, I will hide my face from them, I will seek what their hands shall be, for they are a very forward generation, children in whom is no faith. God says he's going to forsake these people. Verse 21 says, They have moved me to jealousy with that which is not God. They have provoked me to hunger with their vanities. And I will move them to jealousy with those which are not a people. I will provoke them to hunger with a foolish nation. Verse 22, 
for a fire is kindled in my hunger. God says he is angry at them and shall burn unto the lowest hell and shall consume the head with her increase and set on fire the foundations of the mountains. God says he's going to destroy Jeshurun. Why? Because Jeshurun had faith at a point but derailed from the faith lane. Faith. I believe that I, I, there's, there's no other way to establish this. That faith is continual. Faith is continual. You can't have faith yesterday and not have faith today. Faith is continual. Let's check Hebrews chapter 11. Um, now to the good examples. Hebrews chapter 11 from verse 32. From verse 32. And what shall I say? Shall I more say? For the time would fail me to tell of Gideon and of Barak and of Samson and of Jephthah, of David also and Samuel and of prophets, whom through faith subdued kingdoms, wrought righteousness, obtained promises, they stopped the mouth of lions. These guys. They did not obtain their own um, inheritances by faith. They obtained it patiently waiting in faith. They obtained it continuing in faith. They obtained it daily in faith. They started by subduing kingdoms. They wrought righteousness. They obtained promises. They stopped the mouth of lion. They quenched the violence of fire. They escaped edge of the sword. Out of weakness were made strong. Waxed valiant in fight, turned to and uh, flight the armies of the aliens. They said the woman, verse 25 says, the women received their dead, raised to life again, and others were tortured, not accepting deliverance that they might obtain a better resurrection. That means even in tribulations, these guys still held on to their faith. Even when things were difficult, even when things were looking as though it's not going to be possible, even when things are hard. Even when it is difficult to have faith, these guys had faith. Verse 36, and others had trials of cruel mocking and scourgings. Yea, moreover of bonds and imprisonment. They were stoned, they were sown asunder, were tempted, were slain with the sword. They wandered about in sheepskin and goatskins, being destitute, afflicted, tormented, of whom the world was not worthy. They wandered in deserts and in mountains and in dens and caves of the hurt. You see, if you must have faith, you better dare to be different. Because these guys were different. And the world raised war against them. They were different. Because when you have faith, there will be something different about you. And you have to dare that difference. There is something different about people with faith. Because people with faith, people with faith will do things that people that are faithless cannot do. People with faith will provoke people that are faithless to envy. Because there is something different about you. You are serving God. You, you know, you know, people start, one thing about it is, people will start uh, bad-mouthing you. You know, they start telling you stuff, stuff like, you're serving God and you're broke. You're serving God and you're still sick. You mean you're sick and you're serving God. But you better hold on to that faith. You better be different. You better keep on going to that church. You know, they have provoked you. They have abused you. They have embarrassed you. They've told you that you can't keep on going to that same church where you go every Sunday and you fall down, um, 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 you fall down fainting. You can't keep on going to that church 
where you go and there is no deliverance. You can't keep on serving that God and still continue to be broke. You better start using some other plans. You better start using some other strategies. But you better beg to be different. You better dare to be different. Because if you must continue in faith, you must. You have to be different. You have to be different. These guys were different and there were tribulations against them. They were different. They were different and they were persecuted. But the Bible says that the world was not worthy of them. And look at verse 12. Um, very quickly. Okay, so verse 39 says that, And this all, having obtained a good report through faith, received not the promise, God having provided some better thing for us, and without us, should not be made perfect. Now verse 12. Now to enter this verse 12, I want us to touch three things that you must do to continue in faith. Three things that are essential for you to continue in faith. Let's read Hebrews chapter 12 verse 1. It says, Wherefore, seeing we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight, and the sin which doth so easily beset us, and let us run with patience the race that is set before us. Number one thing you have to pay attention to is that it says, Wherefore, seeing we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight. Number one, if you must continue in faith, you must lay aside every weight. You have to be light. You have to drop your yokes at home. You have to take up the light yoke of Jesus. You, can have, you can't have faith in God and still have fancies for mammon. You can't have faith in God with your self-esteem tied to things you possess. You can't have faith in God with your self-esteem tied to the things you possess. You cannot have faith in God. I'm going to say that one more, one more time for the culture. You cannot have faith in God with your self-esteem tied to the things you possess. You have to be light. You must lay aside every weight. Remember that man that came to meet Jesus, that told Jesus that, um, Jesus, what should I do to start following you? Jesus said, number one, keep all the commandments. And he said, all the commandments have I kept since, my, since the days of my youth. Next, Jesus Christ told him that, go and sell everything you have. And come and start following me. But the Bible said that he left with more sorrow because he had great wealth. Because you can't be tied to your wealth. You can't be tied to your earthly things and continue in faith with God. You better overcome. You better put your self-esteem solely and only in God. It's only a man that have that 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 can willingly rejoice even when he has nothing. That can rejoice in God and Christ. They can rejoice in his possession of Christ, even when he has nothing materially that can continue in faith. You must lay aside every weight. Number two, the Bible says that, and the sin which doth so easily besets you. Number two is that you must do away with sin. You see, one trick that Satan uses is that um, Satan lure you to sin. You know why? Do you know? Okay, yeah, so that's, that's even very good. It's good that we are at this stage. You know, uh, like I was saying the other time, that some people are preaching that once you are saved, once you are saved forever, you are saved. Do you know that if you are saved once and for all, the Satan will not be tempting you anymore? Why does Satan still tempt you? Satan is still tempting you so that it can distract you from your faith lane. Because when you when you sin, what happens is that the next thing is that you get condemned, you start condemning yourself. The next thing is that you start, you start getting distracted from the faith lane. 
and don't forget that the just must what live by faith faith is the only license for salvation um to wrap it all up the last but not the least um Hebrews 12 verse 1 continue by saying and let us run with patience the race that is set before us you cannot subdue kingdoms you cannot um quench fire stop the mouth of lion you cannot um escape the hedge of the sword you cannot subdue kingdoms what righteousness obtain promises stop the mouth of lion quench the violence of fire if you are not patient you can't be hasty with faith you cannot be hasty with faith faith comes by patience you've been believing god for health you better be patient to receive it abraham believed god for his for isaac for about 30 years so i hope that motivates someone there today you've been praying to god about something over and over again i am telling you today assuredly that it will come and it will not tarry just be patient you can't be hasty with faith you cannot be hasty with faith be patient god will come to rescue god will always come to rescue nothing and nothing nothing and absolutely nothing can stop god from handing unto you the results and proceeds of your faith just be patient god is in control he is working the equations of your life god is working the equations of your life i pray for you today again that your faith will not fail i pray for you that your faith will not fail i pray for that person you are sick that you will receive your healing right now you will receive your healing right now in the name of jesus i pray for vhf that vhf will work stronger and stronger in faith and in god I pray for VHF, that VHF will multiply in the word of God and will multiply in number, that VHF will reach more souls in the name of Jesus. I pray for you again, that your faith will not fail. I pray for you, that the strength to be patient until the end, the strength to hold the confidence of your hope until the end, you will receive tonight in the name of Jesus. I love you so much. Once again, my name is Femi Family. Don't forget to keep on keeping it simple. Thank you.